this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. We have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. New surveillance technologies that are now deployed just to deal with this coronavirus uh, outbreak, when it's over, some governments may say, yes, but there is a second wave of corona coming, so we have to be prepared. And there is Ebola, and there is also regular flu. Why not protect people against that too with this new surveillance system? So the tendency would be to prolong it uh, indefinitely. Also, it's the moment when surveillance goes really under the skin Governments are now not, not just interested in where we go and who we meet, but even in what's happening inside our bodies. It's Thursday, April 7th, the year is 2022. I'm your host, Alex Jones, and I'm taping this in the morning. Hopefully, if our flight isn't delayed, there isn't any issues, I should be back in Austin around noon today for the second and third hour. Marjorie Taylor Greene reached out last night and obviously has had Jimmy Kimmel threatening her and saying people should physically attack her and calling her a clan mother. Serious, dangerous defamation. So whether I'm back in time or not, the guest host, I'm not sure who the guest host is as of this morning, will be interviewing MTG on that very important issue because it shows how the left is just turning up the heat uh, when it comes to violence. We saw Saturday Night Live deliberately talk about gang-raping Roger Stone's wife, uh, who was battling cancer, and just, thank God, got over it uh, a few months ago. This is the ongoing scientific manipulation of the public to be violent towards those of us that are loyal, good, decent, Christian, God-fearing Americans. So look for MTG on the show, regardless. Uh, and, and again, if my flight's not delayed, there's some storms, if there's not any problems, I should be there for the balance of the show. And then I promise I'm going to be doing some extra shows on the weekend, on Saturday and weeknights last week, because it's such historic times are happening World government is being announced out in the open. Everything we've talked about is basically coming true, unfortunately. But the good news is we know how to stop them together. And it's been your caring about freedom, your caring about information, your caring about the real world that has gotten humanity in the position to even be able to fight back. And, and I want that to sink in, okay? I don't tell you this to just to pat you on the back or to butter you up. Do you understand that the listeners of InfoWars are recognized by the globalists, by the enemies of humanity, to be the most hardcore cohort of awake, informed, good people that are going to resist the horrible nightmare, transhumanist, human-animal cloning uh, nightmare that they're building? This system of dehumanization makes fictional movies like The Matrix and books and films uh, like... Brave New World and THX 1138 look like utopias. This is the dystopia of dystopias because it's a real scientific satanic run dictatorship. So again, I am paying a big price for fighting them, but it's well worth it because the price of submission is a trillion times worse. It is infinity worse. 
And I'm so sad for people that have decided to join the system and work with it uh, as it's here to basically cull and destroy humanity. All the horrors, keeping babies alive and selling their organs, all the dehumanization is now going to come out. Everything hidden is going to be brought to light. And none of us are perfect either, but we are not consciously trying to serve evil and consciously working for a system that's anti-God, anti-human, anti-family, anti-woman, anti-man, anti-child. So... This is a very important Thursday edition. Hopefully, again, I'll be back in studio very, very soon. Who knows? Uh, you know, maybe in 15, 20 minutes from now, if my flight is on time. But regardless, it's a big broadcast. Please remember, Infowars.com only gets out past the censors when you share it. Same thing with band.video. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. Thank you all for your support. Now let's intensify our efforts to free humanity. state of Utah, but it's not just Spencer Cox. Utah's junior Senator Mitt Romney has also decided he's tired of representing the people of Utah. So instead, he's speaking for his neighbors in the state of California, where he lives a lot of the time. Less than a year ago, this is an amazing example, it was just June of 2021, Mitt Romney voted against the nomination of Kentaji Brown-Jackson to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. Okay, he thought she wasn't qualified. Now, this week, Mitt Romney announced that he is supporting the same person's confirmation to the Supreme Court. Huh? She was unqualified for a lower court, but a perfect choice to the Supreme Court? How does that work? Here's Mitt Romney to explain. In the uh, prior confirmation, uh, I was concerned that she was outside the mainstream. Uh, and as a result of our meeting for an hour together and reviewing her uh, testimony before Congress, I became convinced that she's within the mainstream. She's also highly qualified, intelligent, capable person, and I uh, wish her the very best. <laughs> oh, so she's now in the mainstream. She wasn't less than a year ago, but now she's fully in the mainstream. So here's what it took for Mitt Romney to finally support Kentonji Brown-Jackson. He learned in the course of Supreme Court confirmation hearings that she gave lenient sentences to child pornographers. Mitt Romney apparently didn't know that last year, hence the vote against her. Now that he knows that Kentonji Brown-Jackson has disregarded sentencing guidelines to benefit pornographers, it's a yes from Mitt Romney. That's the junior senator from the state of Utah. And as with Spencer Cox, this is not a one-time aberration. Reporter Greg Price summarized Mitt Romney's past few weeks this way, quote, confirmed Kentucky Brown-Jackson voted against repealing TSA mask mandate, didn't show up to vote defunding Biden vaccine mandate, accuses Tulsi Gabbard of treason for opposing the war in Ukraine. <laughs> Amazing. So Tulsi Gabbard has betrayed her country in uniform, by the way. She's still serving in the U.S. Army. But BLM? BLM, which torched American cities for nearly a year, they're not treasonous, not according to Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, of course, did take to the streets there, and uh, the first Republican uh, to join thousands of people that were protesting George Floyd's death. The Utah senator marched with a group of evangelical Christians. 
and shared the photo of himself on Twitter. And Romney told the reporter that he was participating in those protests because he wanted to make sure that people understood uh, that black lives matter. We need a voice against racism. We need many voices against racism and against brutality. We need to stand up and say that black lives matter. Oh, yeah. Mitt Romney took to the streets. <laughs> Probably the greatest line ever uttered on cable news. And like all the great lines, nobody laughed. Mitt Romney took to the streets to watch BLM burn down cities, shoot people and defraud donors to buy $6 million mansions in L.A. Oh, but guess who the traitor is? It's Tulsi Gabbard. That's what Mitt Romney's telling us. And Tulsi Gabbard is a lot worse than Tony Fauci, who funded the production of a virus in China that killed millions of people. Is that treasonous? No, that's not treasonous, not according to Mitt Romney. Watch. I do want to point out uh, how much uh, I personally, and I believe the great majority of the people in our country, respect you individually and professionally for the work that you do. You are scientists, not politicians. Uh, nevertheless, you are uh, being made subject to the, uh, the political whims uh, of, of uh, various political individuals, and, uh, and that comes at a high cost, which unfortunately, I, I fear, will lead uh, some to not want to participate uh, in, in helping our government make scientific choices. <laughs> That's what Mitt Romney learned. Back from the streets! <laughs> So the concern here, of course, is democracy. And that's a word on the lips of every concerned person on television. What about our democracy? Every day you hear that. So just a quick civics recap. Democracy is a form of government in which elected representatives represent the people who elect them. They do what they ask. The people rule. So with that in mind, and given our strong commitment to democracy, you have to wonder where Mitt Romney's coming from. Is he participating in a system called democracy? Because the majority of Republicans, people who put him in office, would like Tony Fauci to leave his job immediately. But not Mitt Romney. He doesn't care at all. Mitt Romney is not alone, of course, neither Spencer Cox. It turns out a lot of Republicans in red states serially betray their voters, give them the finger day after day after day. The question is, how long will Republican voters put up with this? Pedro Gonzalez is one of the smartest journalists in this country. He joins us now. Meet your new Supreme Court judge, Ketanji Jackson. In every single case involving child pornography, Judge Ketanji Jackson has been lenient and openly sympathetic with the perpetrators of child rape pornography. Christopher Michael Downs openly bragged about molesting his 13-year-old cousin, he was arrested for trading videos of child rape, including children as young as two years old. Judge Jackson gave him the absolute bare minimum sentence. Ryan Manning Cooper was arrested for having more than 600 images involving the rape and torture of children, including infants and toddlers, which is why the prosecutors made it clear that the case was on the more egregious or extreme spectrum. But Judge Jackson disagreed and ruled that distributing images of infants and toddlers being raped is not especially egregious. Wesley Keith Hawkins posted videos of 11-year-old boys being raped by men. Jackson only gave him three months, sent him to a low-security prison, arranged for special protections, and apologized to him, telling him that she feels so sorry for him and his family and for the anguish that this has caused all of them, 
In explaining her light sentence, Judge Jackson argued for the child pornographer's future potential. Six years later, he was arrested again for distributing child rape porn, and Jackson resentenced him to only six months in a residential reentry center. Neil Alexander Stewart was arrested with hundreds of images and videos of child rape while trying to procure children between the ages of 5 and 11 to rape them. Judge Jackson admitted that the felon was likely to reoffend, but still gave a light sentence, arguing that the current recommendations for child sex offenders is outdated and substantially flawed. Three years later, Stewart reoffended. This is how Judge Jackson got her start. In 2009, President Obama nominated her to vice chair the U.S. Sentencing Commission, where she helped weaken federal sentencing policy for child pornographers by arguing that child pornographers are not pedophiles. Which is similar to how Hillary Clinton got her start when she defended a group of men who violently gang-raped a child and later joked how she knew they were guilty. It's also very interesting that when the biggest pedophile scandal in history broke, Judge Jackson was there. After WikiLeaks released the Podesta emails, millions of people were asking questions about a strange coded language being used between President Obama, Hillary Clinton, and their friends. A code that seemed to reflect what the FBI says is secret code for pedophiles. The whole sordid mess became known as Pizzagate, and when the Fed's cleanup operation ended up in the courts, Judge Ketanji Jackson was there to help tidy it all up. I'm sure this is all just a coincidence. Just like it was a coincidence that the world's most infamous pedophile blackmail artist killed himself in jail while the guards were surfing the internet. And just like it's a coincidence that Congress has paid out millions of dollars in court settlements that involve sexual assault. In some parallel universe, there may be an Earth that protects its children from pedophiles and other child predators, but not this one. On this Earth, we pay them taxes and sacrifice our children to them. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. 
Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You found it, the tip of the spear. It is The Alex Jones Show. I hear people talking bad about the way we have to do. Long before the puppet Biden was able to steal the 2020 election, courtesy of the deep state, we warned you they were planning to steal the election and that he would serve as the perfect placeholder for the third administration of Barack Hussein Obama, who was not a puppet, but a high-level globalist operative meeting at the highest levels of the World Council of Governors, which is known as the Davos Group slash Bilderberg Group. Bilderberg Group is the secret arm. The outer extension is the World Economic Forum. And they're now bragging about that and admitting that. So when we saw Obama visit the White House yesterday, we see a classic illustration of this. If a picture is worth a thousand words, this video, this short 13-second clip is worth a million words. You see the dignitaries and White House officials and government officials not wanting to even talk to Biden. Biden doesn't even know where he is. He's bumbling around the stage. And there is Obama, the real president, that everyone wants to be near because he actually runs things. This is so pathetic, but this is what the globalists have done. They want to blame their puppet or puppets. Kamala Harris is just as bad with all the gas prices and the collapsing border and everything that's happening and the terrible Afghanistan withdrawal so that he gets the blame and not Obama, not the Democratic Party, not the globalist organizations. Now here's another clip of Biden joking about starting World War III and will hand the baton for the big kickoff of the transmission of Harrison Smith. And I, ladies and gentlemen, am in the air as we speak to be back in Austin very, very soon. Stay with us. This fight is far from over. 
Here's the point. This war can continue for a long time, but the United States will continue to stand with Ukraine, the Ukrainian people, in the fight for freedom. And I just want you to know that. And by the way, if I got to go to war, I'm going with you guys. In other words, if I send us to war, it's you guys that are going to go. Welcome back, folks. This is The Alex Jones Show. I'm Harrison Smith, host of The American Journal, broadcast every weekday, 8 to 11 a.m. here on Infowars.com and Band.video. I'm uh, just sitting in momentarily for Alex. He is on the way. He should be joining us oh, within uh, within an hour or so. Now, we're supposed to talk to Marjorie Taylor Greene, but unfortunately, Nancy Pelosi is up to her old tricks and has called for a vote on the House floor that Marjorie Taylor Greene, of course, uh, completely preempts anything uh, we want to do since she is nece- she's needed there on the floor to cast her vote Uh we believe, yes, suspending normal trade relations with Russia. So that vote is going on now. So uh, we're, we're going to try to connect with Marjorie Taylor Greene, but she may be doing more important things like, well, trying to keep us out of the war in Ukraine, unlike most of the people in power other than her. In fact, here's the story at Infowars.com. Pentagon says Russia-Ukraine war likely to last for years, if you can understand them through the through the drooling, through the salvating as they are desperate for yet another endless war to enrich themselves and further their globalist schemes. The Pentagon believes that the Russia-Ukraine war will turn out to be a very protracted conflict that's likely to go on for years. That prediction was made during a House Armed Services Committee on Tuesday, which was attended by General Mark Milley, the, jo- the chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. He says, quote, I do think this is a very protracted conflict, and I think it's at least measured in years. I don't know about decades but at least years for sure. But hey, maybe decades, maybe maybe decades, maybe we can look forward to that. Of course, when you look at the other conflicts we've gotten into that share an awful lot of you know, similarities with this conflict, such as Afghanistan, where we armed the Mujahideen that became the Taliban in order to you know, prohibit USSR aggression in that country, only to later go to war with people wielding our own weapons. You can just wait until we are at war with the Ukrainian Nazis against our own weapons, or or maybe this will just drag on for decades. Regardless, it appears as though the people in power in our country, from the President of the United States to the Joint Chiefs of Staff to NATO itself, are desperate for this conflict to get worse. They're not doing anything to make it better. I haven't heard a single person suggest peace at all, even once, even a little bit. It's It's like it doesn't even enter into their mind that maybe expanding and exaggerating and getting further into war might not be the best option. It's like they don't even consider it. They couldn't care less. Uh, But there's uh, still a lot to cover. And a lot of the lies about what's going on in Ukraine are coming to light. Again, two stories at Infowars.com. They sort of go hand in hand. You have this. Twitter bans ex-UN weapons inspector over Ukraine. Twitter banned the retired U.S. Marine Corps officer Scott Ritter on Wednesday, accusing him of engaging in prohibitive behavior by questioning the claims of Ukrainian authorities that Russian soldiers had massacred civilians in Bukha near Kiev. Ritter's best known as the former U.N. weapons inspector who doubted U.S. claims about Iraqi weapons of mass destruction invoked by Washington as a pretext for the 2003 invasion. So he was right about that. If only we'd listened to him back then, and now he's sounding similar alarms and he's been kicked off of Twitter. Of course he has, because you can't spread misinformation on Twitter. That's not allowed. It's explicitly prohibited, in fact, unless, of course, it's disinformation that progresses the agenda of the globalist as the viral video of the Russian or 
viral photo of the Russian mobile crematorium has gone just absolutely insane. It's a tweet from an eight-year-old YouTube video. A viral tweet that remains unchecked by so-called fact-checkers claims to show a Russian-operated mobile crematorium in Mariupol, but the image is taken from an eight-year-old YouTube video. Whoopsie-daisy. The tweet was posted by news outlet NEXTA, which boasts nearly a million followers on Twitter. The tweet has received over 7,000 retweets and almost 11,000 likes. According to him, tens of thousands of people could have died in Mariupol and the cremation and the cremation covered up traces of their crime, except that it doesn't and it doesn't exist and they didn't and uh, it's all fabricated. So uh, interesting developments there. And when we get back on the other side, I'll show you a video of M- uh, NBC actually just basically coming out and admitting the fact that they're not fact-checking even in the slightest the claims made by the intelligence agencies and the intelligence agencies themselves are admitting that what they're operating off of is not hard evidence, but more of speculation and more of, well, this is what we want people to think in order to progress our agenda, which, by the way, has nothing even slightly in common with anything that benefits the American people or serves our interests even a little bit. Again, they're not even trying to make the argument in this case. At least with Iraq, they could claim that if he makes a weapon of mass destruction, he'll deploy it here in Ukraine. They're just like, shut up and go to war. Shut up and go to war and and eat, swallow down these lies that we'll use to predicate our actions. It's just absurd. But of course, we've been fighting this, and we as, as, as in InfoWars, I was in middle school at the time, but ever since the Iraq war, Alex Jones has been staunchly anti-war and has been demonized continuously for pointing out the lies that get us into war. As Julian Assange says, the people of the West don't like war. We don't want war. We have to be lied into it. And that is the crux of the information war. You can force people to do things they wouldn't otherwise do up to and including war and death and destruction if you just give them information that leads them down the wrong path. It really is as simple as that. So the info war continues on the other side. Alex Jones is on the way be here for the next few minutes. The first 10 amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. He may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. April 20. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Sworn upon the altar of God, eternal hostility against every form of tyranny over the mind of man. Thomas Jefferson. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Alex Jones Show. I'm Harrison Smith, sitting in for Alex for this first hour. He is on his way and will be here shortly. But 
Unfortunately, we are not able to have Marjorie Taylor Greene on right now because she has been called away to deal with a urgent vote on the House floor. It's going on now. You can see if you're a television viewer. Suspending normal trade relations with Russia is the topic. It needs a two-thirds majority to pass, and the votes are now being cast and counted. We'll keep you up to date on that. But we'll talk a little bit more about this war and how exactly we are waging it. By we, I mean the American states, and by waging war, I mean just waging an endless disinformation campaign. It's really kind of wild how many stories out of Ukraine are just provably false immediately as soon as they come out. It's not to say that Russia isn't invading. Like This is the way the, the leftists will take it, right? We'll be like, well, the ghost of Kiev wasn't real, and the Snake Island thing wasn't real, and there's a lot of suspicious activity here, and this doesn't look like it happened. They'll be like, oh, so you're saying Russia never invaded Ukraine? It's like, what are you talking about? I mean, this is the way they, they take things. So it's not our fault that you're a bunch of liars. It's not our fault that you are the boy who cried wolf, and now you're just slaughtering sheep in an attempt to convince us that the wolf is real. We don't believe you. It's not real. You're a bunch of liars and psychopaths and warmongers who are attempting to lead us into yet another decade-long conflict with absolutely no benefit for the American people. You're not even pretending that there is. And they're actually acknowledging it this, uh, acknowledging this tactic now. They're using this tactic on purpose and being pretty open about it. In fact, I want to go now to this video. This is NBC talking about the way that America is waging a disinformation campaign. It's an information war. It's propaganda. It's baseless. It's a lie. But it's good for you. Let's watch. The U.S. using intelligence to fight an information war and doing it to Russia for months now, and it's working. NBC News national security correspondent Ken Delaney and live in Washington. Uh, Ken, I want to start uh, by giving people an example of what this is so they know what we're talking about. Take a look. They're also suggesting that Ukraine has biological and chemical weapons in Ukraine. That's a clear sign he's considering using both of those. Can can you explain to our viewers what was going on there and what NBC News has learned about that claim this week from three different U.S. officials? Yeah, that was a great example of what we're talking about. That was based on declassified intelligence. But we're also told the intelligence wasn't very clear about what exactly was going on. And they decided to disclose it as a way of deterring uh, Russia from doing that and putting the world on notice that this could happen. And that's really that's what's going on here. The big picture. This is an unprecedented use of declassified intelligence. We've never seen this level of information warfare before from the U.S. government. And what they're doing is they're trying to preempt the Russians, get ahead of Russian disinformation, even mess with Vladimir Putin's brain, as one person put it, uh, leave him off balance to try to show that the United States knows what Russia is up to and is going to get ahead of it. Um, it's, it's really rather remarkable. Another example was when they announced that Russia had gone to China uh, to ask for help with, what, with getting some weapons. That hasn't come to pass yet, and it was almost a way of putting China on notice, hey, we know what's going on here. Don't let this happen. So really interesting and unprecedented yeah. use of intelligence here, Alice. Yeah. And Ken, as you just said, not just intelligence here, unprecedented use. One U.S. official telling you it doesn't even have to be solid intelligence when we talk about it. It's more important to get out ahead of them, Putin specifically, before they do something. It's preventative. Uh, what else have you learned about that strategy? I'll tell you, I'm learning all about this this new strategy. It's so interesting, isn't it? It's interesting and unprecedented. 
Is it, though, with the, the American government lying us into war? I don't think this is as, as new of a thing as they claim. I think what's new about it is the fact that they're so open about this tactic that they're using. Here's the story from NBC. In a break with the past, U.S. is using intel to fight an info war with Russia, even when the intel isn't rock solid, even when it's completely made up, even when it's entirely false. They're using it either, you know, no matter what. Isn't that great? Isn't that wonderful and amazing? Three U.S. officials told NBC News this week there's no evidence Russia's brought any chemical weapons near Ukraine. They say the U.S. released the information to deter Russia from using the banned munitions. Again, we've explained it so many times here. The New World Order really operates with with two arms. The one arm through the government or even corporations, that's there to abuse and confuse and befuddle and abuse you. And then the left arm is the media to tell you why that's such a good thing and why it's wonderful and why you should continue to trust them, even as they're telling you that what they've told you before turned out to be entirely false, made up lies. It's one of a string of examples, this article continues, of the Biden administration breaking with recent precedent by deploying classified classified intelligence, which when they say declassified intelligence, just read made up nonsense as part of an information war against Russia. The administration has done so even when the intelligence wasn't rock solid, officials said, to keep President Vladimir Putin off balance. Yeah, we're going to keep him off balance. See, it's a good thing. We're we're messing with his head. It must mess with Putin. I mean, it's got to work, right? Putin's got to sit there going, they're just making stuff up. They're making stuff up and everybody's believing them. They're making, they have a free press there, don't they? Why aren't they calling out their own government on these lies? It must be incredibly confusing to Vladimir Putin to hear baseless lies be spouted by the United States government and then picked up uncritically by the United States media. It must be highly confusing. And remember, they got called out for this. I think it was Jake Sullivan that was being questioned, and I believe it was about the, the chemical weapons attacks in Ukraine that were that were imminent, that were coming up, and there was a reporter from NPR or something. It was a video not too long ago. I wish I'd grab it for this show, but I'm sure you remember because we played it on InfoWars quite a bit, was the, the guy was going, yeah, but what is this? what is the source of this information? Why do you know this to be true? And Jake Sullivan gets really mad. And he's like, I just told it to you. I just told you that it's true. So it's true. I am the source. Well, the fact is there was no source. The fact is he got that mad and he snapped back like that because he was being called out on a lie because what they were presenting to the American people from the official spokesperson of the, you know, entire military behind the official podium was a lie, was a baseless falsehood that they were perpetuating with no evidence to back it up. So when the press demanded evidence, they got very snippish. They got very mad and angry that anybody would dare to question their dictates. Well, you were questioning it because you're known liars and you're doing it again. And it's not a small thing. This is the cusp of World War III we are, you know, teetering on right now. Maybe you want to be a little bit more circumspect about the information that you're presenting and the lies that you're telling. This article continues, multiple U.S. officers acknowledge that the U.S. has used information as a weapon even when confidence in the accuracy of the information wasn't high. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's just it's like, it's like when you have a little kid and they're... they're mouth is covered in chocolate ice cream and they're like i didn't eat the ice cream it's like well i i don't have confidence that the accuracy of that information is very high no it's bullcrap is what it is it's a complete lie you are just absolutely full of it but i'm sorry in deep state spy speak it's the accuracy of the information wasn't high 
Sometimes it's used low confidence intelligence for deterrent effect, as with chemical agents. And other times, as official put it, the U.S. is just trying to get inside Putin's head. No, you're getting inside all of our heads. We're all befuddled and bamboozled. Well done. Congratulations. Abuse us at will since you have us in this discombobulated and dislocated um, status. It's really unbelievably ridiculous. But of course, this is why they hate InfoWars. This is why they want us off the air. If they controlled all of the passages of information, they could get away with stuff like this. But we won't let them as long as we have a platform to speak out against it. Support us in this mission by going to InfoWarsStore.com. The massive super sale is still on. It's been extended, and you're getting 75% off some of our top-selling products. And I I can't get over the T-shirt sales. You're getting T-shirts that are of the highest quality you can possibly imagine. I mean, I still wear T-shirts I bought six years ago from the InfoWars store, and they've only gotten softer. They, They haven't faded. They haven't gotten holes in them. They are really the highest quality. You will be blown away by these t-shirts especially the fact that you're paying in some cases less than ten dollars for these t-shirts i mean that's less than you can get undershirts for and yet these things are beautiful they will last forever and best of all they support this program and everything we do here at Infowars. we'll be back on the other side for more a riotous mob whether they were present that day or were otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy insurrections we will follow the facts wherever they lead. Domestic terrorists. The days of independent media are numbered. The government has made it illegal to oppose them. They are now debanking us behind the scenes. They want to bankrupt us and make us go away quietly. With practically half the population wanting to lock the unvaccinated up in camps, the traitors know they can shut us down by force. But that would accelerate the awakening exponentially. So be it. Make them silence us by force. This is the final battle of the information war. Give now. Buy products. Donate. Before everything changes, we need you to carry us through to the end. Victory or death. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars has been completely and totally vindicated. And so have all of our AM and FM stations and our local TV stations across the country. So I want to salute all of those amazing stations and those incredible listeners that have supported us and kept us on the air over the years as we've been demonized and lied about by the globalist owned and controlled press. It's just come out, as you know, the NIH confirmed that they were ordered by Fauci and others in years past to send hundreds of millions of dollars to the Wuhan lab to create super weaponized viruses, not just gain of function, super weaponized viruses. As you know, that broke two days ago now, and they've only given Fauci and Peter Daszak five days to hand over all the rest of the documents. So this is the rats leaving the sinking ship. This is evil being exposed. And it's just the beginning. This is seismic. It's massive. So keep spreading the word about InfoWars.com and support these local stations. They are so incredibly important and they're saving America. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Alex Jones Show. This is Harrison Smith sitting in for Alex Jones, who is en route to the studio, and we should be seeing him uh, momentarily here. But, 
You know, I missed this line when I was reading it the first time, this article. In a break with the past, U.S. is using intel to fight an info war with Russia, even when the intel isn't, <laughs> even when the intel isn't rock solid. <laughs> even when we make it up ourselves. Yeah, we'll go ahead and run with that. <laughs> I love NBC News says, of this tactic of using false information to saying it's true, to lie the American people into war, they say observers of all stripes have called it a bold and so far successful strategy. Yeah, everybody loves it. They say, quote, it's the most amazing display of intelligence as an instrument of state power that I've seen or that I've heard of since the Cuban Missile Crisis when they wanted to do Operation Northwoods and kill a bunch of Americans and blame it on Cuba. Just ama- it's amazing. It's so brave. It's just like the intelligence agency. You're like, yes, we are spouting misinformation and disinformation in an attempt to warp the minds of the American people and lead us further into war. And the news media is just like amazing amazing how brave you are how powerful how incredible it's just if it's it's just never been more clear that our media is simply an extension of the state department and the deep state in general now some interesting things interesting series of events series of headlines i'd like to run through here again having to do with world war three and the deep state's desperation to embroil us in even more destructive policies overseas. U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to visit Taiwan, likely to trigger China. U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is scheduled to visit Taiwan, according to media reports, a landmark display of American support that triggered a diplomatic protest from Beijing. So Pelosi announced she would arrive in Taipei on Sunday. It'd be the first visit to the island since Newt Gingrich went there, at least first visit by a serving U.S. House Speaker since Newt Gingrich traveled to Taiwan in 1997. And then China said, yeah, I don't think so, lady. You're going to go ahead and have to stay home. They say, quote, if the United States insists on having its own way, China will take strong measures in response to defend national sovereignty and territorial integrity. All possible consequences that arise from this will completely be borne by the U.S. side. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Zhao Lijian said, Reuters reported. And then Pelosi got COVID. God darn it. Darn it, she was going to go to Taiwan. She was going to stand up against China. She was going to flex America's might right off the shores of our most intractable political opponent. Uh, But then she came down with the sniffles. Darn it. Dang it. She was totally going to do it, too. But now she's not going to, and uh, it's not happening. And she's got COVID. Even though she's asymptomatic, and even though she's apparently now holding a vote on the House floor, she, she, darn it, she's just too sick. Shoot. Dang it. Well, oh well. Uh, do, do you regret now, globalists? Do you regret purposefully transferring massive amounts of our power to the highly nationalistic Chinese government? Are you wondering why you, you went ahead and did that? No, of course not. It's all, it's all by design. Uh, and, and maybe she'll go anyway. Maybe she'll just go anyway because that's what we need now is Ukraine 2.0 with China as an adversary adversary instead of uh, Russia. We'll drive those two countries closer together. We'll solidify and really empower the anti-American coalition across the world. And once again, just like all of the measures with Russia, the ruble now like highest it's been in a very long time, right? The Russian economy kind of doing fine despite sanctions. But we're suffering, right? We're experiencing total supply line collapses. So we'll pay the price for the things that are done to other countries by our government, and it won't hurt them in the slightest. It seems to only empower them. 
it would be like the people in DC were just incredibly incompetent and just failed at everything they were trying to do until you realize that what their aim is and what their goal is and what their professed, you know, ultimate prize is, is the collapse of the United States, in which case it becomes pretty obvious that everything they're doing is, is working perfectly and they're very good at pulling this stuff off. And of course, all, all of this is deeply intertwined, right? I've got lots of stories here about COVID. Epoch Times memo reveals State Department assessed in early 2020 that lab leak was most likely was the most likely origin of COVID-19. Maybe this was another one of their their brilliant, astonishing, uh, really just I'm, I'm you know amazing uses of disinformation by this by the spy state. See, they know that COVID was a lab leak, and they just they've hid that hidden that for two years, probably for our own benefit, probably because. You know of what of what smart strategic geniuses they are that you know we can't know the truth. They have to feed us lies to get us to do things that we wouldn't do otherwise because of how much they love us, right? Obviously, but of course, all of this again deeply intertwined. It wasn't COVID that destroyed our supply lines. It wasn't COVID that caused massive inequality and consolidated so much control into the hands of a very few corporations while shutting down tens of thousands of small businesses across the United States. That was the policy of the government that did that. They used COVID as an excuse, but of course the lockdowns didn't work even a little bit when it came to stopping COVID. We've been over this, we get this, but isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting how everything the United States government does seems to backfire in the faces of the American people? And just like with the lockdowns destroying the supply chain and bringing the food supply to the brink of destruction, it looks like our involvement and our actions with the war in Ukraine are going to push us right over that edge and completely destroy, not us, I mean, we'll be fine, but the third world will be totally screwed and, and guess where they'll go? Guess what's going to happen next? We're going to collapse all of the wheat supply, all of the you know, calories that the world needs to survive. And then when the shipments to the third world stop, we'll invite them all here. It'll be amazing. It'll be like the migrant crisis in Europe times a million all over the world. And I'm sure the globalists hate that, right? That's not their plan. That's not what they're trying to do. It's just an unfortunate side effect of all the policies that they endlessly pursue, despite the fact that they know this will be the outcome. It's all a plan. Like if you If you really think that all of this it's not by design. I really don't know what to tell you. I don't know if you can wake up. After two years of COVID, you don't have the slightest suspicion. You don't have a bit of skepticism there in your mind. Then I'm sorry, you're, you're just not going to make it. But let's go now to this video. This is an astrophysicist explaining the collapse of the supply chain and the ensuing destruction that will soon come. Here it is. 15% of the world's calories come from wheat. About a third of that wheat comes from Russia, Ukraine. Russia has banned export of wheat. The wheat spring planting season is like now, this week. And there's not a lot of planting going on. So not only is the current wheat supply in Russia, Ukraine blocked up and cannot make its way to countries in Africa and elsewhere, but the future planting season is now significantly at risk. And again, that's 15% of global calories. And I just to take a step back, the whole planet Earth operates on a 90-day food supply. Once we stop making food, humans run out of food in 90 days. 
And that's not just linearly across all nations. What happens is the most vulnerable nations lose their food supply first, and the richer nations buy that food supply to secure their population calories. And so you very quickly see a bifurcation happen where suddenly famine is a real risk. And we already have about 800 million people on Earth that are subsisting on below 1,200 calories a day. So this very quickly tips the bucket in a significant way in a number of countries that's going to be really awful. And that's just on the wheat supply and wheat planting problem. Yeah, it doesn't even get into the fertilizer collapse, the lack of energy. It's it's going to get bad, folks. We are about to see waves and waves of death, whether it's by starvation or whether it's by the, the riots that the food shortages will soon cause or by the you know endless migration into first world countries from the third world countries once they start to collapse. Again, it's not a coincidence that all of this falls perfectly in line with the globalist agenda, just like it's not a coincidence that China has taken over from America's economic domination of the world. It's like you, you always hear these people, you know, whether it's Klaus Schwab or Joe Biden or anybody else going, well, China is going to be the next, the next big central power in the world as if they're not the ones doing it, as if they're not the ones outsourcing the jobs to China and destroying manufacturing here in the United States. Everything we deal with at InfoWars, it's not, it's not natural consequence. It's not a hurricane that hits America that we all have to just buckle down and deal with because you, you just have to because it's this natural force that, that is out of your control. All of this is in the control of the globalists. They enact these policies knowing that this is going to be the outcome in a very simple problem or reaction solution paradigm for which they have the answer. And the answer is, of course, submission to them and total control by a centralized government. It's going to get bad, folks. It's going to get really bad. And don't say that InfoWars didn't warn you. We've warned you for the last two years of where this was going to go since they first announced the lockdown. It hasn't been hard to figure out. It's actually been hard to ignore. And I don't know how you people keep doing it. We'll be back on the other side. Stay tuned. We are only offering three coins in the series. The first coin was released in December of 2021 and sold out in 10 days. Now, the second coin, as we enter the last days of March into April 2022, is now being offered. And I believe it will sell out in just a few days again because these are historic coins and because our amazing listeners want to support freedom and keep InfoWars at the front lines of the fight against these tyrants. So, go for yourself to 1776coin.com and see the new Liberty Tree coin. It is powerful. Witness this powerful iconography for yourself and have this piece of history and be part of the founding member system that we're set to launch in the very near future thanks to your support of this project. Get a historic memento that helps keep InfoWars on the air and also gives you a real piece of history at 1776coin.com. Joe Biden's federal bunglers of injustice, the FBI and the federal prosecutors, once again fumbled their First Amendment violating undercover operations after misleading a federal court seeking unwarranted gag orders during a federal investigation of Project Veritas's ties to the alleged theft of a diary belonging to President Joe Biden's daughter, Ashley Biden. 
Politico claim that the raids generated controversy in some circles because Project Veritas identifies itself as a news organization, and the use of search warrants against journalists and news outlets is extremely rare due to Justice Department policies and a federal law passed in 1980 to limit such investigative steps. After Project Veritas was raided Roger Stone style, U.S. District Court Judge Annalisa Torres agreed to a request by Project Veritas to appoint a special master to review the info on their seized devices to ensure that prosecutors couldn't get access to their emails, their text messages, and other records that might be subject to attorney-client privileges. Lo and behold, Project Veritas's attorneys have now learned that for nearly a year before the raids even occurred, Prosecutors had already used gag orders within grand jury subpoenas and court-ordered seizures of all of the emails O'Keefe and several Project Veritas colleagues kept during a three-month span in 2020. Project Veritas is just one example of the war being waged on those who wield their First Amendment rights in a bid to expose the truth. Recently, the EU president tweeted that the state-owned Russia Today and Sputnik and their subsidiaries will no longer be able to spread lies to justify Putin's war and announced a ban on these outlets. Say what you want about invasive Russian propaganda. The censorship of RT and Sputnik cancels any dialogue from the opposing side. Meanwhile, Infowars faces down a Sandy Hook lawsuit engineered to set a precedent to cancel any news organization that questions the mainstream media narrative, leading to the inevitability that all dissent, even by individuals, will be outlawed. They start out with demonizing me that I believe in a new world order and a global government. And of course, just last week, the, the Davos group met, announced world government, planetary control. And the title of this session, are we ready for a new world order? And they're really thinking with this lawsuit, they're going to outlaw questioning big events like WMDs in Iraq or Jesse Smollett or any of these things that have happened and that questioning these and, and, and looking at the evidence and information is a crime. But here's the big takeaway, and I'll just admit it. I could have done a better job on Sandy Hook. Some of the anomalies that we reported on were not accurate, and I admitted it years before I was sued. But the issue is, this is all about them being holier than thou, and they're the arbiters of truth, and they're the Democrats, and they're the ones that love you, and Alex Jones is the devil, to distract from how the corporate media has been caught lying to people consciously about WMDs, the list literally goes on and on. And, and, and what's crazy is the public's basically totally woken up, not just here, but around the world, and nothing they're doing is reversing that. But they pick these weird neurotic subjects like January 6th or Alex Jones and Sandy Hook, and they just obsess like a religion on that. And meanwhile, I'm here in Connecticut. Everywhere I go, I'm just shaking hands, black, white, old, young, oh, Alex Jones. But a lot of them are mad at me. They go, hey, we question Sandy Hook. Why are you backing off? And these folks don't even get up in their big ivory tower law firms 
that the world has moved on from their BS. And yeah, do I make mistakes? Yes. But I don't lie on purpose like the corporate media does on record. And, and so I had the impression watching the attack on Mr. Jones that this trial will be about something far greater than what happened at Sandy Hook. The trial is going to be about um, ordinary people's ability to say, I'm not buying it. Uh, I want to raise questions. I want to draw my own conclusions. I mean, for those of us who missed the McCarthy era, I guess this president is intent on bringing it to us, but with new force and new power and new urgency, unlike anything we've ever seen. The federal government, aided by tech overlords and a deeply propagandized media, is yet again flagrantly violating and abusing First Amendment rights in order to satisfy the dictatorial demands of the creeping agenda of the New World Order. John Bowne reports. to an InfoWars.com frontline report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the second hour of the Alex Jones Show. Alex is still uh, en route. The problem, the problem is that we used to live in a first world country, and that's not, that's not so much the case anymore. I'm sure you've seen the headlines recently about the backups at at the Austin airport. It's like we don't have enough fuel. It's just endless lines. People just like abandoning their rental cars on the side of the road. It's just, you know, you you grew up maybe in a nation that was able to take care of itself where everything ran pretty well, where if you had a problem, you could, you know, bring it up and it'd get solved pretty quickly. Like that, those days are over. Those don't exist anymore. We're in a weird sort of anarcho tyranny setup now where, the government has no reason and no desire, it seems, to fulfill any of their obligations, but you will be held to the highest standards. And if you mess up even a little bit, well, now you're a domestic terrorist and you, you questioned us, prepare to, go to, prepare to go to prison. Austin Airport running low on fuel is Texas capital's latest growing pain. Yeah. Yeah, it's because of our growing pains, obviously. Just like how you know, all the crime that we're seeing spiking across the country is probably because of climate change, if I had to guess. If it was anything, it's got to be one of those. Of course, we know that COVID, uh, while it may seem like it's over, you may be able to walk around now and you know see smiling faces and go into restaurants and actually sit down and order. Like life is returning to normal, and this is the the loosening of the boa constrictor. Right? It'll it'll tighten again. It'll clamp down again. We will once again be under the strictest orders, and it looks like Shanghai sort of the testing ground, sort of a vision into our future, perhaps. Here you see the, uh, the lovely doctors uh, helping somebody. It's for your health. These are, these are fists of peace. Oh, they're all getting in on it. You know, throw the guy on the ground. Did he do something wrong? Maybe. Maybe not. Who's to say? If you're a radio listener, we are literally watching uh, a man run away from like 12 people in hazmat suits as they savagely beat him. It's just, it's for your health, though. It's because they care so much about you. They love you so much. Now they're, they're hitting him with a tree? What is going on? Well, what's going on is it's, it's total biotechnocratic tyranny on every level, to the, to the highest extreme. And let's go to some more videos of this. Let's go to the one uh, titled, This is the Future the Elites Want. We see an example of what's happening in, in Shanghai. And we can go ahead and roll as, as B-roll. 
because they are essentially implementing the COVID passport like they're trying to do across the world, and we'll talk about how they're getting to that. But in Shanghai, you have to have a, a COVID pass. If it's green, then you're free to go. Everything's normal. If it's red, however, you're going to be sent to a COVID camp. You're going to be sent to a quarantine camp. Even if you're a child, even if you're just a little, a little baby child, they will uh, rip you away from your parents and send you off to a quarantine camp. Here we see all of the citizens of this country. This is you in the future, America. This is where we're going. This is where we're headed. Oh, you're walking down the street, down on the ground, on your knees. Show us your passport. Oh, you're red? Get in the van. Say goodbye to your family. No, scratch that. There's no time to say goodbye. You're gone. You're disappeared. It's over. Really brutal stuff. And, I mean, just if you, if you want to know what America is going to look like in the future, just type Shanghai into Google and uh, see what we got. Now, this guy, and we can, we can turn up the audio on this if we want. He's from Beijing, and he's trapped in Shanghai. He can't get out of Shanghai. He's literally on his knees begging pointing at his at his ID going I I just want to go home please for the love of god just let me go home you see he's appealing he's appealing to the good nature of the state and he's coming up completely empty because they despise you and they want nothing but your submission so the I mean the number of videos coming out of Shanghai right now is really astonishing the brutality that's being oh my god I haven't even seen this one Here's the police standing around in a circle as the uh, as the doctor here, the nurse in his hazmat suit, is stomping on the head of a poor infected patient. It's for your health, folks. It's all for your health. From Washington Post, China said its COVID tr- strategy was superior, but it's failing in Shanghai. I don't know. It seems to be working perfectly. It seems to be working incredibly well, actually. People are unable to question you be beaten by doctors, have to be begging on your hands and knees just to go about your daily business. I think all this is, is working exactly as designed. And here they are carting away children. Hey, that's good. That's what we need. It's all about COVID, right? Even New York Times is sort of questioning this. High-tech kidnapping here going on. There's a child in full hazmat suit. I, I mean... Again, it, it would be funny. It would be comical if it wasn't coming here and if it wasn't happening to real people. And if it wasn't, you know, actual signs of really just brutal overreach by the government. From New York Times, Shanghai seethes in COVID lockdown, posing test to China's leadership. Residents in Shanghai, China's most populous and cosmopolitan city... Uh, in Shanghai, China's most populous and cos- cosmopolitan city have responded to the government's pursuit of zero COVID with a rare outpouring of criticism. See, it's a rare outpouring of criticism because you're not allowed to criticize them. Yes, it's very rare to have criti- criticism when you ban criticism. That's what the tyrants are figuring out. Parents have organized petitions imploring the government not to separate children infected with coronavirus from their families. Parents have determined have demanded to speak with higher-ups about shoddy conditions at isolation facilities. Residents have confronted officials over containment policies that they see as unfair or inhumane, then shared recordings of those arguments online. So I guess in a, in a way, it's sort of, sort of a double-edged sword, right? On one hand, we are staring at a horrific, dystopian, hellish nightmare that is in place right now 
on the planet Earth. Like, it's happening. This is taking place, and nobody in America seems to be against this, right? If you take a kidnap victim away from their kidnapper on the southern border, they will scream and cry that you're separating children from their parents. But, oh, when it comes to COVID, yeah, take the kids. Take the kids away from their parents, isolate them in a government facility, and do with them what you will. Maybe steal their organs, Y'all read that article recently? Cutting out hearts to kill people in China? I mean, just utterly brutal, right? And that's on one hand. On the other hand, at a certain point, you cannot hold humanity down like this. Even people in China who are so conditioned with the social credit score and the brutal communist tactics are not standing for this. They're fighting back against it, and the, the grip is slipping. The more they squeeze, the, the more... The people of Shanghai are slipping out of their grip, but they're using, again, just the most dystopian tactics possible from Business Insider for Insider.com. Shanghai is flying drones over district to tell citizens under lockdown to, quote, curb your soul's desire for freedom and comply with COVID-19 restrictions. Oh, please, please destroy your soul for us. Here you have the drone. Let's pull the audio up on this. So, What was happening here is residents in Shanghai, since they are forbidden from going outside, forbidden from leaving their abodes, they're instead opening windows and going on their balconies and singing in protest. And so then China sends out a a flashing drone with a large loudspeaker to demand people go inside and, quote, curb your soul's desire for freedom. Replace it with your soul's desire to conform to the demands of the state. I, I'm telling you, I've, just, I've literally never seen anything like what's happening in Shanghai. And it is almost certainly coming here. Did we have one more video I wanted to go to, or did we get to all of them? I think that may be all of them. That should be enough, right? Drones flying around yelling at people to shut their windows and stop singing and to curb their soul's demand for freedom being able to demand that you take out your phone at a moment's notice, get on your knees and present to them your movement passport and should it flash red, haul you off in a van to a quarantine camp because it's all for your safety, right? They're pushing the limits here, folks. This may be a beta test. That may be what's happening here. Is there, they've, picked, they've chosen one city to go, how far can we push it before we export these tactics to the wider world? COVID is not over, folks. It's just getting started, and the dystopia is coming. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. Hey everybody, confused about staying healthy in a crazy COVID culture? Me too. 
But listen, after all the research, all the conflicting studies, after all the squabbling, there's one thing almost everyone agrees on. It's that immune system health can literally be the difference between life and death. You probably already believe that. I certainly do. So here's the thing. I wanted to get past the craziness and find out which plant-based substances actually have studies that demonstrate some efficacy in immune support. Now, you'll have to sign a waiver, but you can check out what I've discovered at StrongerDefense.com. No cures or treatments there. Instead, little-known but shocking immune system research and a breakthrough immune support product based on that research called Immune 10X. And the best part? You can go to the Stronger Defense website right now and claim your own supply of Immune 10X without paying anything today. Crazy, right? Learn more about this unusual limited-time offer at StrongerDefense.com. That's StrongerDefense.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Alex Jones Show. I'm Harrison Smith. Alex Jones is uh, on his way. I promise he is. Certain things you have to you have to go through. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's uh, honestly I'm 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 hosting the war room after this. It's gonna be a busy day for me. But God, can you imagine being anywhere else right now? Like where else would I rather be? This is the this is the crux of the battle. I'm I'm in the middle of the crucible right now in the most epic battle for the fate of humanity the world has ever seen. My God, what an honor it is to be with you, and I'm so glad you're here with us. And I hope you that you support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com, whether it's the American Journal in the morning or the War Room in the afternoon or the Alex Jones Show here at midday. Everything is brought to you entirely by InfoWarsStore, and the discounts that we give you are really unprecedented, unimaginable. When was the last time you got 75% off anything ever? I, don't, I mean, my wife gets these coupons for like 25% off some store, and she saves them for months. It's like, wow, 25% off, that's huge. 75% off, we're practically asking you to steal from us. But of course, it all goes towards supporting this program and everything we do here at InfoWars, including Bandot Video and the incredible content creators that post there on a regular basis, whether it's the supplements, the t-shirts, the survival gear, their gifts there for anybody that may have an event coming up. Get the t-shirts at cost, just an incredible sale. And these are going to be collector's items, folks. A lot of these designs, these t-shirt designs will never come back. So, heck, buy one for yourself, buy one for a friend, and buy one just to keep in a closet somewhere and sell on eBay in 20 years. We don't care. Be a capitalist. It's awesome. Uh, and also, you know, while I'm on it, the collectible silver coin, we're running out very rapidly. I don't know if we'll make it through today before selling all of them out, but make sure to get yours now at InfoWarsStore.com. We really do appreciate it. And again, we're here to tell you, tomorrow's news today, COVID has not gone anywhere. In fact, it is almost certainly coming back pretty soon. And um, as Right Side Fred posts this screenshot from Good Morning Britain, uh, COVID is everywhere and it's anything. And you need to be scared of just literally anything. They have COVID's nine new symptoms, and they include shortness of breath, feeling tired, aching body, headache, sore throat, blocked or running nose, lack of appetite, diarrhea, or feeling sick or being sick. That's right, folks. If you're sick, 
or feeling sick, or if you're just not hungry, maybe you have a sore throat, if, if you're just tired, that's COVID, folks. You need to lock down immediately. It's just absurd. But again, they're, they're keeping this, you know, just pump it up every once in a while. Keep it in people's minds. Keep it in the forefront of their awareness. Just keep them ready for the next big whatever variant they're going to come up with. And of course, all of this psychological operation of COVID is towards a single goal, which is global government through the biotechnocratic control of our very financial systems. Now, there is a bit of good news. I do have one, one little point of good news, and that is that mandatory vaccines for people 60 and over has been defeated in Germany. They were trying to mandate vaccines, the fourth booster shot, I believe, for anybody 60 or over, and that has been defeated as of this morning in the German parliament. So that's good. That's nice. And you also have this. European health agencies say it's too early for second boosters in most people. So just wait a little bit. Just wait a little bit. The booster will come. It'll be here. It'll be there for you. We already approved it here, of course. It was, it was an easy thing to approve it once you silenced the experts. The FDA, in improving their newest booster, didn't even ask the experts. In fact, they'd passed the booster. They'd approved the booster before they even brought them in. The article, I believe it was from InfoWars, said you know, basically this is like asking lawyers to present a case for a judge who had already issued a ruling of guilty or, or not guilty. So they approved the booster, they allowed the booster, and then they asked the experts about the booster, and then they ignored what the ex- experts said. But here's a very interesting story from Epoch Times from yesterday. Memo reveals State Department assessed in early 2020 that a lab leak was the most likely origin of COVID-19. A newly released memo from the U.S. State Department reveals that government officials knew very early on in the COVID pandemic that it likely originated at a lab in Wuhan, China. That memo, dated April 2020, suggests that out of five possible origins for COVID, a lab leak was by far the most likely. The memo also also suggested that alternative theories had been introduced to prevent a lab leak from being investigated. The memo, which focused almost entirely on the likelihood of a lab leak, contains a large amount of information that wasn't known publicly at the time it was written. Well, you know, it was known publicly. It was just censored endlessly. It was just that if you tried to tell the truth about what was going on with COVID, you would be kicked off of the internet. And if you were a doctor, you might have your license pulled. And if you were a broadcaster, you might be fired from your job. And if you were anybody, you would be ridiculed by the lemmings in our country that will mindlessly repeat whatever lies that they're told. Although a lab leak is now widely accepted as a likely origin for the virus, when the memo was written, a concerted effort was underway to discredit that possibility. And I, I remember this. I'm sure InfoWarriors out there had the same experience early on in the pandemic. I mean, it was an IQ test, right? The, the pandemic is an IQ test. When they present to you, just like I'm, sh- I'm sure if you're, in, I'm sure you've seen the, the skit during the, the breaks, right? It was like, well, you got two options here. It came from right here. And within this little circle of, you know, ground zero for COVID, you have a farmer's market and you have a level four bioweapons lab with uh, doing experiments on gain of function research with coronaviruses that has a history of uh, security faults. And it's one of those. It's either the farmer's market 
or it's the bioweapons lab. Which one do you think it came out of? And most people in America failed this very simple test. They went, oh, that farmer's market sounds dangerous. That farmer's market sounds like it might be a hotbed of viruses. I'll go with that. And I remember early on in the pandemic, you know, just knowing this, just being aware this this had taken place. The video's on Bandot Video. You can see me in front of the White House on January 20th, 2020, right? Is that when it was? 2019? My God, my years are getting all mixed up. 2020, yeah, okay. So for some reason, I was thinking January 6th was 2020. Yeah, so January 2020, before the word COVID or coronavirus had even made its appearance in the mainstream media, InfoWars was reporting not only that COVID was spreading and that we should be doing things to prevent it from getting to these shores, we were also pointing out that the likely source was the lab leak. So early on, you know, talking to friends and going, yeah, it probably came from a lab. And they're just like, that's conspiracy theory. No, that's conspiracy theory. So it's like, wait, you didn't even know COVID existed five minutes ago. I've known for a month, and now you're telling me it's conspiracy theory that it came from a lab that it most definitely came from. You really just have to be sort of, you really kind of have to admire the control that the mainstream media has over people's minds, where it can be so obvious that the origin of this virus with its manufactured Fear and cleavage sites, and its you know DNA profile that dates back as far as 2016 with the Moderna uh, trademarked virus. That before they even know about it, they know that the lab leak theory was a conspiracy. Like, what do those people think now? I really have to wonder. We'll be right back. The first ten amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. The Alex Jones Show. Because there is a war on for your mind. There truly is a war on for your mind, ladies and gentlemen. And we're here just to fight to to get it back into your hands. Oh man, I'm sort of the perfect story to, to cover for that that statement too. But uh, let me tell you, some some shakeups are happening here. Some reorganizations are going on. You will not be stuck with the Harrison Smith show for nine hours today. <laughs> it looks like uh, I, I I may get some uh, some respite, but I'm happy to do it. I just think the audience is probably sick of seeing me. But I'll be here uh, for the. The remainder of this hour, then Royce White will be taking over the Alex Jones show. Uh, Alex is on the way. He's been caught up a little bit. 
uh, in air in you know with his flight. Uh, but he is on his way, and he'll be here probably shortly after the the start of the one o'clock hour. So he'll be here. Then he'll take over the first hour of the war room, and then I may or may not be be hosting the war room. I think it may be uh, Dr. Jane Ruby sitting in for me in the war room as well. But this is what this, these are battlefield reformations, right? These are the uh, battle formations being uh, rejiggered so we can bring you all of the latest breaking news and cover it all with style. Remember, support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. We really do appreciate it. And, you know, I was saying on the on the show earlier today, it's like, I don't know, it, it's, it's like being in the mafia, but you don't commit any crimes, right? It's just like indictments coming down, just like crazy stuff always happening. It's like, we're just, we just try to read the news. I just print out articles and I talk about the news and then the, the authorities come stomping in. It's just, it's, it's insane. I would understand it if this was like the Sopranos and we're out there busting heads and robbing people. It's like, no, we're not. We've done nothing wrong. We've never done anything wrong and we can't get a break, right? We just hold a peaceful protest. You're under arrest to talk about the news. You're being sued. It's just like we can't get a break uh, and we'll keep fighting. I mean, you know, the harder they push, the, the harder we push back. So uh, we're going to keep doing it as long as we possibly can. It's just entirely up to you. If you go to InfoWarsStore.com, we will be here. If you don't, we'll go away. That's It's as simple as that. I've said it before. Like the, We are an army on the march. The morale is high. The spirits are high. We're ready to march on to that next objective. It's just whether our supply line is intact. You know, the, the driver is willing. The foot is on the gas, pressing the pedal to the floor. It's just whether or not we have gas in the tank that will determine whether we get there. So please help us out reform our supply line at infowarsstore.com we really do appreciate it more more than we can possibly say let's get back to this story from the epoch times memo reveals state department assessed in early 2020 that the lab leak was most likely the origin of covid19 according to the newly released memo the state department knew as of april 2020 that the central issue surrounding an obsession with collecting and testing a massive amount of virus carrying bats on the part of the wuhan institute of virology and china's wuhan located center for disease control and prevention the state department noted that the lab testing of the earliest known patient at the wuhan central hospital in december 2019 determined the virus was a quote bat sars like coronavirus at the time this patient was tested, the Communist Party in China had not disclosed that there was a problem at all. And when they finally acknowledged an outbreak, they initially blamed it on pneumonia. It was only at the end of January that the CCP finally started admitting that January 19 was caused by a new virus that was transmitted between humans. By that time, the virus had already been seeded across the globe, and any chance at suppression had been a loss, had been lost. It was during that same time period that the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Dr. Anthony Fauci, was made aware of the virus's likely origin, having been told by a group of scientists whom he was funding that there was a high probability that the virus was engineered. And then he went on TV and lied to us continuously and called us conspiracy theorists and wrote letters to popular scientific publications to lie, to lie, to hide the truth, hide the reality, and in order to confound the American people and allow them to act like this was all just a reaction to something that naturally occurred. Nothing about this was natural, not the reaction, not the creation, and not the fact that Event 201 was held oh, just a month or so before it came out. Again, if you, if you can't have some, some bit of skepticism in you after these two years, I, I, have a, I have a bridge to sell you. It's a wonderful bridge for a million dollars. Send your checks now because 
I'll send you to the bridge momentarily. Like, you, you really have to be that stupid. You really do. It's just insane. <laughs> it's just absolutely wild. And, uh, and it's really funny that we weren't allowed to talk about this and that people actually like went along with it and that like how many biolabs do we fund? Right, just relating this back to what we were talking about earlier with the Ukrainian biolabs, where we have like a dozen biolabs that we fund with just tens of millions of dollars from American taxpayers. We have labs in China, and we have labs in just everywhere else in the world, right? That just millions of our dollars are, are pouring into. And of course, we look at that and we go, oh, you're doing bioweapons research. You're, you're up to nefarious stuff that's just no good for anybody and they go no absolutely not no the only reason that all of these labs exist is for one purpose it's to identify and prevent emerging infectious diseases it's like okay so uh so where are where were you where where were you what what were you doing when there was a new infectious disease that was spreading for months and months and months i mean maybe it was just because because we're at infowars and we're tuned into this sort of stuff But for the entire month of January, during the first outbreak of COVID-19, like we were watching YouTube streams of people going through news from China. You could go on 4chan and see entire threads, right? Corona Chan. There were comics of of this personified coronavirus that people were making jokes out of. Like everybody knew this was happening. The mainstream media must have missed this somehow. They must have just completely ignored all of these warning signs. Somehow all of these labs that we fund to be our outpost to identify the emerging infectious diseases. They were all just blind to this. Somehow a bunch of dudes on 4chan figured it out, but they couldn't. They missed this. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. So it's like, why are we funding these labs if they don't do the one thing they're supposed to do? Uh, because they do do that, and then they hide it. Right. So 59 labs around the world handle the deadliest pathogens. Only a quarter score high on safety. Funded by your tax dollars and carried out by the very same people that put us into lockdown, destroyed the economy, centralized so much wealth and power throughout the entire pandemic, and they're not giving it up, and it's not going away. G20 discuss universal vaccine passport and verifier. Assuming the presidency in the upcoming G20 summit, Indonesia has begun health working group meeting series, which began on the 28th and 30th of March 2022 in Indonesia. They seek to harmonize safe travel procedures worldwide, especially the recognition of COVID-19 vaccine certificates in the wake of the devastating pandemic that ravaged countries across the globe. The HWG meeting was aimed to foster a dialogue in the health sector between participating countries and to synchronize global health protocols. Just like how the Event 201 organization was held to train people how to respond to the outbreak of an infectious disease out of Wuhan, China. That was a coronavirus. They knew all of the details. They had it all planned out. And what did they plan? They planned how to control the media, how to control the discussion about the outbreak, how to control vaccine skeptics and how to silence them. That's what they planned. That's what they had in place before the virus actually hit us. And here from truthtalk.uk, the NHS COVID-19 app, the little app that doesn't go away. Oh, you thought that was temporary i'm sorry you i'm sorry you thought that was going away at some point why would that go away why would they 
release you from the trap once you'd fallen for it. It's like uh, reading the mice newspaper, and it's like, the, the cheese is a trap. It's like, yeah, we know, we know. It's a, it's a big, fat trap there to kill you, and you fell for it, and now you're surprised. You're surprised, apparently. It's recently been revealed that the UK Health Agency, Health Security Agency, I'm sorry, the Health Security Agency, has been awarded a 2.46 million pound contract to the multinational digital technology company Net Company to develop, maintain, and support the NHS COVID-19 app, i.e. the contact tracing app, rather than the NHS app. And it's already been revealed that the police in Germany have used COVID contact tracing apps to track down criminals. So if you think this is just sticking to health, and if you think it's going away anytime soon, we desperately need you to wake up. Please, for the love of God, wake up. Won't you wake up and help us? Please, for the love of God, Introducing the newest product from InfoWarsLife.com. We are so proud of InfoWars Life immune support. It is concentrated herbs that are known on record to supercharge our body's natural defenses. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something that is essential and everyone should get. And on top of it, it funds the InfoWar, so that's a 360 win. Let me tell you what is in this amazing product. Concentrated elderberry, concentrated echinacea, concentrated astragalus root, angelica root, loatium root, and more. This product is incredible. InfoWars Immune Support, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com, is funding the tip of the spear, the InfoWars operation. It is a 360 win. The only way you fail is by not taking action and getting this product to boost your body's natural defenses and keep InfoWars on the air. The globalists are hoping you don't take action. Take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. If I had to describe with just one word the brainwashing, the mind control, the asleep prance that the general public is in, the best word would actually be the people are lost. Just like you're lost to sleep or lost in a bad nightmare or you're in a car wreck and get knocked out and you've lost your bearings because you are totally dizzy and confused. You have a concussion. And that's what the globalists have done. They have stunned us. They have put us into a position of not knowing our bearings. And then Klaus Schwab recently came out and gave a speech he called The Great New Narrative, where he brags how the public is lost, how the culture and the media has been driven to make sure the people are all alone so they can now guide humanity over the edge of a cliff. That's what their great reset is. They need darkness to thrive. The light lives at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Alex Jones Show. I'm Harrison Smith, sitting in for Alex Jones. You know what's amazing? I could spend... 10 hours today, from the three hours of the American Journal to the four hours of the Alex Jones Show to the three hours of Warm, I could spend all those hours talking about just the news of just today, and I still wouldn't be able to cover it all. It, isn't it incredible? I mean, I haven't even gotten to a lot of the stories that 
are some of the biggest. I really just want to read read this one almost in full. It's really an amazing article from The Sun, UK outlet. <laughs> the title the title's fantastic. Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse will, quote, steal your identity so you mindlessly conform, conform experts warn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's yeah. That's what it's all about. Concerns over the metaverse's effect on individual identities have been growing among experts as companies continue to push push forward with plans to enter the metaverse. Many questions are being raised about the future of digital identities online. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg has long been vocal about his plans for the metaverse, a digital world that will combine gaming, social media, augmented reality, and cryptocurrency for an integrated. User prison experience. Sorry, user experience. The metaverse is the next evolution of social connection, he says. Well, David uh, Auerbach, an American author and former Microsoft and Google software engineer, posits in an essay published in Unheard that a user's individual individuality will only suffer further in the metaverse. Albert Auerbach, Auerbach. Not sure how to pronounce that. Predicts that the virtual space will foster an environment of group uniformity that will put the melting pot tendencies of the last century to shame. Saying, quote, individuality will be dissolved into a unified mindset of one's chosen monocultures. Once having joined a stratum, members will naturally play down their differences in favor of their commonalities to the point where they forget those differences. Auerbach writes. Furthermore, the former engineer believes the users will not only be robbed of their individuality, but their identities will essentially be for sale. Writing, quote, the result of the metaverse will be the monetization of identity. The metaverse seeks to make money off of less loaded aspects of identity by fostering intra-group solidarity through purchases. Yeah, you are a commodity in the future. He says, he continues, or uh, rather this is Tiernan Ray former technology editor for Barron's, they're concerned with basic individual autonomy being compromised in the virtual world. Quote, in a metaverse, as conceived by Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg, you cannot even scratch your virtual nose without permission of a program controlled completely by the company. No one who enters the metaverse of any kind, enters into a metaverse of any kind, has any autonomy. Their every move is at the discretion of the digital controls of corporations such as Meta that reserve the right to refuse freedom of movement to anyone. And what you really need to understand when you're hearing things like this is that this is not a problem that the metaverse has to try to overcome. This is the point of the metaverse. This is the ultimate goal that they are trying to reach. It's not, it's not some sort of issue that they need to work out and something that they need to confront. No, no. The metaverse is impossible without this aspect, and the implementation of the metaverse is contingent on this aspect. The fact that you will not be able to do anything, own anything, say anything without the express approval of your corporate overlords. That's the point of the metaverse, and that's the point of the Great Reset. It's not a flaw. It's baked into the code. It's the reason they're doing it. And if you think it's the metaverse where this problem is worse, just understand that this is the Great Reset New World Order paradigm that they're trying to implement in real life, and they're trying to overlay their own controlled, digital, manufactured, imagined world on top of the real world so that they have complete control. I haven't even seen this headline. Complete control over your your every action. Mark Zuckerberg says meta employees refer to him as the Eye of Sauron, but thinks the nickname comes from a place of love. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg's just like, I love when people call me Satan. I think it's because they love me. I love when they refer to me as the embodiment of, of evil, the ever-watching eye, flaming eye of Satan himself. I, I think it's because they like me so much. And think about the stories that we've covered over and over. And, and really, again, it's, it's an aspect of their most basic like foundational ideology or mindset or whatever you want to call it that you'd see headline after headline, story after story of people who work at Facebook saying, it's, it's horrible. You have to pretend to be happy all the time. And if you aren't happy, they, they will ostracize you. And if you dare to disagree with what they say, they'll fire you or, or you know, destroy your life or you know, kick you out of your friend group, whatever it is. It's like, it's the same thing that you hear from the people that are quitting Kamala Harris's administration right they're just like oh it's awful everybody bullies you all the time and you you're forced to conform to this group think and it's just horrific and brutal and makes you question your own sanity i'm not even gonna read that headline i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about it but again it there's something sick about these people there's something deep deep seated in their soul that is vicious and it uses very simple methods of control in the same way, like they're the same methods, we talked about this many times, same methods that an abusive husband will use to control his wife. It's the same levers being pulled. It's the same very simplistic, you know, psychological prerogatives that are being exploited, just in this case on a global scale or a national scale rather than an individual scale. And it's not an out, you know, Facebook's not an outlier in this regard. Disney's experiencing it as well, aren't they? With the Disney Corporation supporting, you know, transgender children, not just supporting, but creating, fostering, establishing, right, through their propaganda. They want more children to be just utterly confused about the most basic reality. And you have people that work at Disney. In fact, there's a video uh, being spread around now because it's Disney employees protesting their own company and saying it's incredibly hard to be a conservative that works at Disney because they force you to go along with their agenda. And in the Great Reset stakeholder capitalism paradigm that's pushed by Klaus Schwab, corporations have an outsized influence because of the amount of money and capital they control and because they can dictate to their employees what they're allowed to believe. Not fully, not 100%, but if you want to keep your job, if you don't want to be fired, then you, you better conform. You better push our agenda and you better act like you enjoy it. And so that's what they're doing in Florida. And it's not really working there. I know I had a, a caller the other day that was saying, well, you know, you look at what Disney's trying to do. They're trying to force, or no, maybe it was the debate I was doing. I can't even remember. But they were saying it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work because Florida still passed the bill. Okay, but they're still doing it. And it still works in other places. You know, Salesforce threatened to leave Idaho, I believe it was, unless they scrapped a bill that had to do with homosexuality. I don't remember what it was, but it passed through the legislature. It had been approved of by the representatives of the people whose will was expressed by their electoral choice of these people to go make this law. But all of that got overridden, and the governor vetoed it because Salesforce, run by Mark Benioff, who is the understudy of Klaus Schwab, sort of the next in line for the uh, the crown of the World Economic Forum and a 
very prominent proponent of the stakeholder capitalism agenda, used their corporate weight to force the people of Idaho to comport to their ideology rather than the other way around. So this is what they do. This is what their design is. And whether you're in the metaverse or whether you're in the world controlled by the same people that run the metaverse, your every action, your every purchase, your every statement will have to conform to their desires regardless of whether they're the minority or the majority, regardless of whether they're right or wrong, regardless of whether they're openly announcing, as the deep state is now, that they're using misinformation to lie to the American people, you still can't question it because they're in charge. It's really not that complicated. But here, here's what is complicated. The, the tangled webs they weave in this cabal. Disney names Hillary Clinton campaign deputy communications director as lead spokesperson. The Walt Disney Company has named Christina Shake as the new lead spokesperson, the political operative who worked as an aide in the Obama White House and again as deputy communications director for Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign will start immediately. The appointment comes after President Joe Biden tapped Shake last year to lead the coronavirus vaccination campaign at the Department of Health and Human Services. It's just... I don't don't know who this woman is, but boy, is she involved in a lot of evil stuff. She's just hopping from from evil corporation to to evil campaign to evil health organization. It's just just like leapfrog, like evil leapfrog. All right, that's going to do it for me. Royce White on the other side takes over for The Alex Jones Show. The newest product from InfoWars Life is now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. It is concentrated known herbs and compounds that will supercharge your body's natural defenses, your immune system. While at the same time, fun in the InfoWar. Our immune systems have always been critical. But in this globalist era, with all the criminal activity they're involved in, it is more important than ever to take the tools God gave us and supercharge our immune systems. InfoWars Life immune support is a game changer. And everyone out there that wants to be healthy and wants to boost your natural defenses should get it today. Out of the gates is 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Got a lot of other great products that boost your immune system as well, but this one is the very strongest we've got. So anybody out there, that cares about their health and wants to take care of themselves needs to get this product. It's also a great gift for friends and family to boost their immune systems as well. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off.